What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host this week, Tim Taylor. Uh, and Ew. we got some stuff to get into. Oh, yeah. I, I, there's So, two things specifically on the uh, agenda here that I talked about a little bit last week that I know you had some thoughts on or some things that you wanted to talk about. One being not so fun to talk about, and the other one potentially going to be fun to talk about. So... Um, I, I want to start with, I know you had some thoughts on the Jimmy Hayes thing and it's a very unfortunate situation. I talked about it a, you know, decent amount last week, so I, I won't get too far into it and we won't, you know, really try to relive the whole thing, but I know that you had, um, some thoughts, so I figure you, you might want to get that out yeah, there. I, yeah. Um, I first want to uh, send my condolences to uh, you know the whole Hayes family um, and the Boston hockey community for this t- tremendous loss. Even the NHL community, um, you could see how many people he touched just with the outpouring of it all. Um, I think Ryan Whitney said it best. Um, and shout out to the Spit and Chicklets Pod um, that it's every young kid in Boston's dream to grow up in Boston and then wear the black and gold. And Jimmy Hayes got to do that out of Dorchester. And for me as a fan, there's always just a little more love that I give to these guys. Like, like the hometown guys don't have to earn it. They don't have to earn that like extra love. There's, you want them to thrive in black and gold. You want them at home. And Jimmy Hayes was kind of the first time I got to see that as an avid fan and a follower. And it, and it just warmed me to no end. Um, I loved watching him play hockey, regardless of being in a Bruins uniform. Um, I'm so happy that he got to live out that dream that so many people have for so long. Um, but just, you know, there's there's no way other way to cut it. This is just an absolute tragedy. And uh, my thoughts are with, you know, everyone affected by it closely. Um, as a fan, it messed me up and it, it, it huge bummer. Uh, so rest in peace, Jimmy Hayes. Um, and, you know, just... Really, really tough, tough couple of weeks here for for the NHL in general. I think, especially with how his podcast had taken off and so forth. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm glad that you mentioned Spit and Chicklets too, because, um, you know, all those guys were were friends with Jimmy. A lot of them, or a few of them, were very close with him. You know, so, yeah. um, and the family, you know, not just Jimmy himself, sure. but the yeah. whole family. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was it was a tough listen, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean it in you know. They, it, he meant so much to them. He meant so much. Their family meant so much to to them, and still do, of course. But um, definitely, high, highly recommend checking that out and listening to it. And it's it's uh it's nice to hear because at the end of the episode that they did about Jimmy, they had a lot of um, former NHL players or current NHL players or guys who played with them or friends or coaches or whoever, you know, say some really nice stuff. And and it was cool to hear and. Uh, like you said, clearly touched a lot of people, and um, it, it's such a bummer. But again, you know, we're we're thinking of his family, his his friends, his all that. So um, a tough so, but yeah. therapeutic listen over on that Chicklets episode for sure. Right, right. Worth worthwhile if uh, if you're having a tough time with it. I'd say so it helped, yeah made me feel a bit better. But yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jimmy. Um, the other thing that. I had talked about last week that I know that we were supposed to talk about and that I know you have thoughts or questions or concerns or whatever 
is the ads getting put on the NHL yeah. jerseys. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, we we're, so we're, so who, who, we're going to be running on Dunkins, right? We got to be. <laughs> I mean, it, it. I would imagine, but at the same time, they they do have a lot of other sponsors that like ORG packaging. I don't know if they're still a huge sponsor, but they were. They were all over the the practice jerseys and all that for a while. Um, insurance, cross insurance, I believe is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, TD, of course. I mean, that that's, it's either going to be Duncan or TD in my opinion. Yeah. But they also said that helmet ads aren't going away. They're here to stay and that's how it's going to be. So I think maybe TD continues to do the helmet ads and then they get a different ad for the Jersey. I don't know. Would you rather both be the same if you had to have a choice? Assuming there's no choice of one or the other or none, would you rather they both be the same? Does two start to get a little nauseating? Are we starting to look at some of the European soccer teams? Are we starting to look like NASCAR a little bit? I mean, I guess for for my personal like OCD, if you will, yes, I would like them. I would like for it to be the same. Because in terms of collecting, I mean, you're not a huge. I'm sure you have some helmets, but you're not. You don't go out for helmets. No, I don't. So, so and that's like just more of a an aesthetic issue, if you will. And, and we've already honest, done it. We already have a year under the belt with it. I'm not even sure. Like, I know people will buy anything, so I shouldn't say this, but I'm not even sure people are going to care as much about collecting the game worn helmets as they do with the logo on them because, like, it's just a helmet that has a TD Bank logo on the side of it yeah. you know like it's how do you know that's a Bruins helmet if you didn't already know that if you didn't have a certificate so right. I think that from for that purpose it's gonna kind of lower the value on those I could be wrong for all I know it'll raise the value but for the jerseys uh, they they have four potential places that they can put a patch um, and it's I believe it was a three by three or three by three and a half um, size, and it could be either on the front, left or right, or the left or right shoulder. But, so like for me, side. like like the oh oh no, like the actual sh- like taking away the logos on the shoulders and putting an ad, right? But just one. That. Yeah, don't I don't like know. That. I don't know if I hate it. I don't, the only reason I say that is because like I think I like the look of it better on the shoulder than I do on the front. I guess that's true. I just I love. I love all the logos that end up on shoulders. You know, we got the the meth bear for us. You know, I just I really like the third logos get to come into play through that sh- that shoulder patch area generally, and so. But I suppose you can still keep one. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I I guess I'm just leaning more towards matching the NBA because that's just easier for me to mentally process. I guess, but um, no, I agree. I I but I I re- yeah I really want them to be the same. <laughs> I want the helmet and the jersey to be the same, and teams are gonna and you know companies are gonna throw so much money at this. You know, teams the price to keep both the same is gonna be. You know, how much it would to do either of them? There's no gonna be there's not gonna be any discount because you sponsored both. Like teams are gonna want so all the. Let money me ask that. you this then, because I I had read somewhere, and I don't know that this is 100 percent fact, but it seemed pretty reasonable and from was from like an actual. Uh, reported site uh that it could bring in anywhere between like four or five and seven million dollars to each team per season having these ads on the jerseys and 
Doesn't that seem low to you? Like six million dollars is not a lot of money. Like for for a team that makes hundreds of millions of dollars, it doesn't seem like a lot of money. It seems like, like there would be other avenues to achieve that. Right. But would I suppose be that I through guess international the, spread of the sport or obviously you can't force some that of the people, teams but. that don't bring in a lot of money through merchandise or through actual ticket sales. Maybe they need this in order to stay afloat. I mean, I think of Arizona and I think of, um, you know, Buffalo. I feel like some of these teams don't make the money that they need to. And six million dollars is a lot of money to them. But I mean, six million isn't isn't a lot to like the Pittsburgh Penguins or, no. or Chicago, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you look at it and it's, this is not how the finances work. So this is a unique way to look at it. But if you look at it cap wise, it's like adding a, you know, it is like adding an all-star, but it's not, sure. gonna dire- it's not going to directly affect the cap like that. That's not the point of it. Maybe the cap will expand as a result, but I don't think that's the intended goal of it. I think it's revenue to cover other things and elsewhere. Right. I don't so, know. I just thought that was kind of interesting because I I don't see that as being a lot of money for for like teams that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars or or you know potentially a billion dollars. Who knows? But I don't get it. I think it, yeah. I I'm totally with you. But it's upon us, and I'm embracing it. That's fine. Here here we go. Let's dive in. We're we're gonna have we're gonna have ads on jerseys, and by the time I'd imagine ten years from now, we're gonna have a shitload of ads on jerseys. I well, think there's. I just think once it starts, there's a point where aesthetics going to go out the window, and I and I mean that for both the NBA and the NHL. But I think I mean it harder for the NHL, which is obviously a, a league that makes less money. I am very excited, and I, I I know you're. I think I believe you're on the fence about this, but I really have a lot of faith in the ability for the NHL to grow with the new TV deal this year. Um, I think just ESPN alone is going to have so many more eyes hit it whereas no one is stumbling upon NBC Sports there's no other reason for them to be on that channel you know what I mean and TNT also doing hockey now with Gretzky as a commentator it's like okay so they have the NBA and the NHL it's great I really think that that is going to expand hockey as a whole and not to even go down this tangent path I hope that doesn't dull the game I I think the game's in a very good spot right now keep fighting in it keep policing in it and so forth um, so I'm hoping that hockey can expand in a major way just through the television deal this year and that that would slow the idea of, of, you know, guys on skates looking like stock cars and NASCAR out there. Yeah. And, and you are right. I am on the fence about it, but they did bring in basically an all-star cast of commentators and analysts and things like that, that know the game or have played the game or are literally, as you said, the greatest player to ever play the game. Yeah. Um, so that part is definitely a plus, and I am looking forward to it, and I'm excited for it. On the other hand, I hate ESPN as far as hockey goes. They don't know anything about hockey. They don't they don't report on hockey well. Um, but again, with them bringing in these these big names, these guys that love the sport and that care about it, and won't allow for it to be kind of an under the radar thing and just like a money maker for ESPN, then I think that it could mean very good things and I hope that that that's the case because in the past they they treat hockey like it's not even a sport like they hardly they hardly do anything unless it was some 
crazy goal on their top 10 list of plays they, of the week. They or fired whatever. everyone but Melrose and they just stick Steve Levy with them because he knew the sport. He's, you know, he wasn't a hockey guy. He was just, he was, right. Yeah. Yeah. They fired everyone but Melrose. Totally. And, but I think, you know, in gambling for the NHL, they know that it's not just like going to bring in that revenue. They need to make, I, I, ideally they saw an opportunity to better what NBC sports had. And I think there was a shitload of room to better that. Like I, I, don't, I, agree. I didn't, I did not care for NBC Sports coverage. Love Catherine. That's about it for me. Uh, love Doc, but he's a nut. Yeah. You know, yep. like other than that, everyone found a way to drive me absolutely nuts. And the guys that I thought I did like turned out to be pigs. So we won't go into that. But um, <laughs> so it's just like I, I'm ready. I'm ready for this change, and I and I want to see like positive in it that it is going to be a big step in the right direction because ESPN they'd be idiots. To just think that this is going to be a moneymaker, they need to put in the effort and better NBC broadcast. That all being said, they just let a non-existent high school play another high school on their airwaves, so I don't know. Shout out to Bishop Sycamore, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that you, you catch on that? Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, boy. I can't wait for that 30 for 30. It's not going to be on ESPN. <laughs> it's going to be someone else has to do a 30 for 30 under, the, under a different name about it. Wow. Wild. I saw a tweet yesterday that said Cam Newton just signed with Bishop Sycamore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this we already had talked about spitting chicklets in, in this episode, but Barstool has already gotten on the the merch. They have tons of merch already with the the name on there and all that. So if you're following it, if you love it, if you think it's funny, go go buy a shirt because I think it's funny. And they lost. That's my favorite. And part. it's also insane. Yeah. yeah, the best. The best part is a bunch of grown men lost. Oh boy, wild, wild. We got another. But anyways, we got another bit of sad news to talk today. Oh no, nothing. Uh, nothing near the tragedy that we spoke at the beginning and that Andrew touched on heavily last week. If you didn't check out last week's episode, please do. Crushed it, my guy. Um, I knew this was coming. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to get it out of the way. And I hope it's a celebration a little more than it is a goodbye. But it sure is a goodbye. And, you know, if you follow these teams like we do, you know what I'm about to say. But so long and thank you to Taco Fall. Yeah. I, I mean, when I saw this, I got to say, it, first of all, how dare they, for one, <laughs> The, the, Second of all, the, how you mean, dare you they, mean Brad? How how, how dare, dare Brad, Brad on Taco Tuesday even? That okay, I didn't put that. That's pretty messed up. Well, it's messed up. Well, I mean, they didn't release him though. He was just signed by another team on Taco Tuesday. Dude, how for, how is he available? I and get also, it. I get it. Why was he there? How dare they <laughs> again? <laughs> and did I mention how yeah. dare they? Exactly. You know how exciting it is to w to watch the games and not have Taco Fall play, but want him to play really bad, and then he's on the bench the entire game, but he doesn't go in, but he's there? Yep. I'm going to miss that. I mean, the guys have said they're going to miss him in the locker room. The the report, the beat reporters are saying they're going to miss him. He's just He oozes nothing but positivity, and he was always a good vibe around. Yeah. I, I am truly upset to not see him in a Celtics uniform. I still actually believe that he is a viable backup in the NBA. Yes, I do. Quote me on it. I hope we all see it someday. I hope he gets the shot for it. But at the hey, end of the I, day, he's still in the NBA. And I'm happy for that. 
because clearly we weren't going to, you know, he was sitting there ready for us to pick up the phone. We weren't picking up the phone. We don't have the room. And Cleveland called. And uh, I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I, I really want things to work out for Taco Fall. I really think he can play useful minutes in the NBA. Maybe they, maybe they know something that we don't. They're probably listening to this podcast, and they heard me say that Taco Fall is going to be an elite player once they switch up the rules, and maybe the rules are going to be changing, and he's just going to sit under the net, and they're going to change him to the Olympic rules, and he's just going to own this entire league. Dude, just plucking, like, it, a, a, a shot's going in. It's just going to shoot up for, like, six seconds and then fall in, but he just plucks it real quick. Oh, yeah, exactly. Again, I want to reiterate, too, feeble rules over NBA rules. I stand by that. <laughs> Fully stand by that. Um, Yeah, if, the, if that happens, man, yeah, he's, he's going to be a hot commodity. You can just cherry pick. He doesn't even need to play the other end. We don't That's need him on I'm offense. Saying. Yeah. Oh, man, but... I'll miss him. He was a great Red Claw. He was a great Celtic. Great guy. I wish him the best. I want him to truly succeed in the NBA. But in in, in yeah. all seriousness, I mean, you know, maybe they they also not not to get dark with it, but maybe they also did know something. And if there's something that we know about these bodies that are that large, is that they can break down and they can have glaring signs that, if not now, then when they might break down. I hope that isn't the case. I hope it just didn't work out here. Long live Taco Fall, and may his career be plentiful and flourished. This is a very nice, touching tribute. Going to miss him. Taco time. It is taco time in Cleveland, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. that's, that's Honestly, that's probably the best thing to bring to Cleveland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the sadness I got. I don't know, man. It's what a dull period we got right now. Yeah, what you got anything else that you want to talk about specifically? I mean, the, have I been on since I went to SoFi? I don't believe so. Um, I went to so I went to the new LA tax dollar paid for SoFi Stadium to see right, the right. preseason game of Jimmy G and the Niners versus uh, the Chargers. Beautiful stadium. It it was described to me that by a friend that said he said it's like you're going to a rave. Could not have been more accurate. It was so loud, and there's just house music bumping the whole time, and you're just, like, nodding your head. <laughs> now that insane. you say that, you may have talked about this, but I want to hear more. Okay, so super clean. Um, very accessible. Yeah, totally. Very accessible, and just weirdly, I mean, I, I had decent seats. Shout out to my boss who bought season tickets and said her and her family are only going to want to go to one or two games this year. <laughs> so your boy's going for all of them. Um, they play the Bucks. What's that? Do they play the Bucks? No, the Rams do, unfortunately. Oh. I know. Uh, but they play the Pats on Halloween. Um, Let's go. I know. I'm going to I'm literally going to red eye out of a wedding in Atlanta on the 30th so I can make that game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I I I loved it. I thought it was a, a beautiful stadium and um you know, football in in LA is, I think, very fun. Uh, I'm happy to have this hookup though, because I believe the seats I sat in would have been about four times what the face value is, which is what I fortunately get to pay for them. Uh, so, if you are back out, Andrew, and they do not want to go to a game, we have very easy access to that. Ideally, absolutely. I, I actually wanted to ask you: Is you know, aside from the Lakers and I, I suppose maybe the Clippers, I don't, I can't even say that, but the 49ers, 
is football just kind of like a thing that people do? I guess the Dodgers are a thing that people care about too, but like there's certain sports and certain teams that people just I mean, do it because it's there. I mean, well, so we we did the Dodgers game and that I told you that yeah. was like pretty filled for a regular season Dodgers game. Yeah. Like people and it like seemed. people are happy to be back outside and like Dodgers right. tickets are actually more expensive than before COVID when you could get in the stadium for I'm not kidding, I've sat in that stadium for two dollars. I've sat in that stadium for four dollars, I've sat in that stadium for six dollars. <laughs> That's why numerous time on each each occasion. They do not care about regular season baseball. They do care about postseason baseball in a major way. Lakers tickets, hardest thing to get in town. Clippers tickets, stupid easy. Football, yeah. I football, I'm, I think this is the year I'll, I'll understand what it means to LA. Okay, we've had because you know last new stadium year, too, new team, new stadium. Yes, they played in it last year without fans. Can't that's a wash. Right. Year before that, I mean the Rams are filling out the Coliseum, which is a hundred thousand seats, pretty consistently. So that's a big thing. But the Chargers are playing down in Carson, and most of the teams, most of the games that had like the most players at it, had. Um, you know, we're fans of the team, whoever they're playing. Like, it would be like 50-50 on a good day. Otherwise, it was usually the away team with more fans. So it's interesting. I, I don't know if I'll make it to a Rams game this year, but the Chargers games, I'm very interested because it just, it feels like a lot of their fans from San Diego are so butthurt about it. And personally, rightfully so, in my opinion. That's my take on that. Rightfully so. Yeah. But they've quit on the team. They don't want, they don't care. They don't identify with it. They screw them. They left us. We don't like them. So wow. it just feels like you've moved the team here. That is, it would be like you moved the Clippers of like the early 2000s here. It's just not exciting, and the fan base isn't there. So that part is weird, but I think the Rams are huge and hot. And I, I just think, you know, the NFL in general, you're, you're, I, I'd be surprised if, if there were games that didn't have full, full capacity for either way. Yeah. Have you, have you hit every team at least once for all the sports out there yeah like have you uh have i mean been yeah to... i think the only one i haven't hit is the la galaxy at this point which i'm because well, there's a lot of baseball teams yep i i've been to numerous angels games few red sox angels games uh, you know too many dodgers games to count at this point clippers lakers uh now i've i did the rams at the coliseum last year against the seahawks i've now done preseason chargers um, Kings, Ducks. I, yeah, I, I think I've got everything. Well, everything that's that's of the four reasonably majors. close to you. Yeah, and yeah, everything reasonably close to me of the four majors. Huge on still... my list for up next is I really want to get down to Petco and see the Dodgers. Uh, I mean, see the Padres and maybe play the Dodgers even. But that that that's the next one on my list is starting to cross. It. I mean, that's the only one in San Diego now. I think right. Yeah, I think I've said this on on the podcast before, but my the stadium I want to go to the most or at least see a game the most. And I don't even, it's not because I'm like, Oh, the stadium looks sick. And it's this and that is, is San Jose. Like I, I've always yeah. wanted to go to San Jose for a Bruins game and, and check out the, cause, cause I think I've said this as well. If, if the Bruins were out of it and the sharks were in it, I'd be rooting for the sharks. You've done. I mean, it's happened. We've, we've, we've had this conversation in years. Right. Past. It's it, that's so, just been a thing that has happened before. Uh, that's also on my list for this year. I just had a friend move close to that stadium up there. So I, I, that is a plan this year. It's, it's loose and I don't know when, but I, I fully intend to go see a San Jose Sharks game this year. Well, just so you know, I, I may be out there for the Bruins game because we play Seattle 
and then we play San Jose right after. I kind of want to do this trek with you. We got to see what's what's working out. But I I think it's in I want to get to the Kraken. I really do. I want to be a crackhead for a night. I mean, I'll it's be a Bruins fan oh. if they're playing them. But you know, so. by the way, new um, update: the NHL is participating in the Olympics. Beautiful. That's beautiful. So love that. So we take our Olympic break and then we play Seattle. Is the first game back? I think in Seattle. Um, so that should be interesting. I love that. That's big news, and I think the right move. And I, I know that that me, might mean that we lose a, a guy to injury. It happens once every four years. I, I The NHL not in the, the Olympics doesn't make sense to me. The Olympics are supposed to be the best of the world competing. It should be that. Right. We didn't have that with baseball this year. What a wash for that. You know, it's just like, this is silly. To um, be honest, it's it's really good for the sport as well because if you – if you're sending guys out there who aren't the best in the world, nobody cares. Right. But if you're sending Crosby's and McDavid's and all those guys out there, then it's gonna be interesting, especially if you're a fan of Ca- Team Canada. But yeah, um, it's it's gonna be interesting and it's gonna be uh, something that everyone's gonna want to watch. Yeah, I mean, you got the juggernauts, but there's you know there's a the top guys are expanding through Europe. You know, they get a lot of. European top That's guys. True. So it, it there could be some fun upsets. I mean, it's it's going to be hard to top Canada and Russia, and you know I'd I'd put U.S. in that conversation as well. But um, some of these teams can do it totally. So what's absolutely absurd to me, whatever I look at the Olympic roster or whatever, is when you see Team Canada put out their roster right, and their fourth line center is like Steven Stamkos. I'm like, this is not fair to the rest of the world that has to play against team canada yeah it really it's like crosby and all these other guys and then it's like you have an entirely stacked team you get to the fourth line and it's like it it's stamkos and and a bunch it's just not fair i don't know i i totally agree (laughs) i totally agree there but it's i mean i I said juggernaut and i stand by it absolute juggernaut of a team like Canada well, versus the world might still be a close game, <laughs> right? Um, oh, one one thing I wanted to say quickly revisiting the the greatest live sports experience I've had in my entire life, LAFC. Really, so fun, so fun. Bank of California Pavilion, right over by the Coliseum. Uh, just treating soccer like European. My uh, good friend of the pod. Uh, He's got a uh, season tickets above the supporters section with ooh with which was a big kicker for me and I definitely didn't deserve it free beer what why how <laughs> uh, that sounds bad I don't care I reap the benefits and I was like right above the supporters and they just go all game with the chants and the songs and it's just love it it's invigorating man it it, it makes it I was like this is cool this is, all right I'm starting to get if soccer in America, starts to be a little bit like soccer in Europe. I know talent-wise, we're never going to touch them, but just in terms of aesthetic and, and like environment, oh man, I was all for it. I loved it. When does when does that season run? I don't understand it. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. It just started. Right, so I, it started a month ago. I don't know. Okay, they, but they also do like the tournaments. They do the Concaf. I, you know, pardon me if there's any soccer heads on here, but where all of North America is playing for who's the best team. The way that you know they do the Euro Cup and everything like that in Europe. So North America has their own versions of that. So they break for that. There's a whole bunch of like tournaments thrown in the middle of it, but they they ultimately do have like a playoffs system towards the end, I believe. 
well add it to the list of things that if i'm ever out there i, I, I want to hit it I yeah do it. hey man we only scratched the earth last time so let's We'll we'll get, we'll hit them all. We'll we'll hit them all. I mean I mean maybe not any of the Anaheim ones. I really not a, <laughs> not a big fan. You're you're all completely against it. I dude. I if you get me sitting inside of that arena of the of the Honda Center for a Ducks game, you drugged me. All right, you got me really lit or, or drunk. Well, I think or we're something. gonna do we're gonna do it and we're gonna have to video the whole thing. Oh man, we'll be like what? <laughs> yeah. Oh well. For, actually, I mean, let I'm me tell the story because... real quick. For anyone who okay. doesn't know, we're at the yes. we're, we're at a game. My friends have bought into uh, uh, bought. In. Oh, that's always a word. Bought. Yeah, that's not one, is it? Purchase tickets uh, at a different <laughs> section, and it's a pretty empty game, even considering it's the Ducks versus the Bruins. And so, that I shift down from sitting next to these people and into being in front of them, and then my friends are in front of that, and we've got the section. And this girl puts her shoes <laughs> on my shoulder and she's like rocking. And I turn around and I'm like, hey, please don't do that. And she's like, oh, yep. And she stops. And I can hear her like bickering with her friends and like <laughs> a guy who I think is her boyfriend is like throttily embarrassed by her. And she puts her feet back on my shoulder and I go, I turn around and I'm like, all right, what, what's going on here? What, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Did you pay for that seat? I'm like, lady, Can did I, you? Yeah. You didn't pay for it either. You can't put your feet on other people. What is so annoying? Not to mention we're in the balcony. I'm, my head is not in the way of anything. She's just, just acting like an absolute brat. I'm like, wow. Kind of went off for a little bit. Didn't say anything bad, but I was just like, this isn't your seat either. What the hell are you doing? Looking at her boyfriend, who's just literally like head in hand, like, oh, my God. All of her friends are looking away, not standing by her. And um, was she hammered or no? Dude, I swear she was stone sober. Really? I swear. I swear That's she was stone better. sober. <laughs> oh, even yeah, better. You say better. I say worse. This is why I'm yeah, never yeah, going yeah. back to the Honda Center. I was just like, oh, this we're is going most, back. Yeah. All right. I just. Oh, boy. If you put your feet on my shoulder dirty shoes on my shoulder dude just what whoever who raised you who raised you oh, did yeah, you pay for that back. seat lady did you what seriously so i've been Some scarred since then like, because what? i was i've been watching a lot of love island i don't care i was fuming absolutely fuming oh it's fuming <laughs> But yeah, I'm looking <laughs> honestly, when I say it out season. loud, it, it sounds like, all right, just go back, you loser. <laughs> no, 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 we're going back and this is it's right. it's going to be a thing for sure. All right, word. Yeah, I'm down. Um, hockey season starting soon, man. We got preseason at the end of the month. And then before you know it, it's going to be uh regular season. I've been watching. I've been watching the Special Olympics, which honestly rip. Uh, Dude. I've been watching, uh, you know, high school football games. I've been watching preseason football games. I am just ready for sports. I'm so ready for sports. This is the worst time of the year for me for sports. What is the game? I don't want to sound ignorant here. What is the game where they have to, like, score the ball? They have blindfolds on, but all most of them are, are visually impaired okay. already. So I was exclaiming to someone that I was watching this. 
and they it were is like, electric. I haven't seen this version. It's, I think it's called Blind Ball, but that could be extremely ignorant and incorrect. But essentially, for those who don't know what we're talking about, there's three players on each team, one guy and a goal, and they're all blind, ideally, but to make sure they're all fully blind, they all have a blindfold on, and they just try to kind of hear and use all of their other senses for the ball to score goals. I have it's not called seen this goal yet. ball, by the way. I just looked Bowl it up. Ball. Okay. It sounds awesome. I, 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 like, I mean, at first I was like, are these people bumping into each other? And then I was like, no, idiot, they're blind, so they have heightened other senses. They're fine. But I just, I want to see a version of bowl ball with completely, with people who are completely able to see, but they're blindfolded. Uh, because you're gonna get concussions, you're gonna get blood. <laughs> you're just gonna. It sounds. I mean, it sounds like a great score, sport beyond the Special Olympics. But dude, no, I've been trying to get some, see some bowl ball for sure. That sounds. It's just a great idea for a sport. I love it. Yeah, it's sick. Um, um, last thing that I wanted to talk about to wrap up the episode was we had briefly talked about you your next project oh, that you have yeah. coming up yep. and i'm not you know i'll let you talk about it here obviously we we posted the link up on uh on instagram and we will continue to post it we'll post it again uh, you can find it in tim's bio too. click the link there but um i i know i heard that there's an update in that there is a bit of an update um okay so uh for those of you who don't know i've been cast in a feature uh written and directed by a friend of mine named Carson Lund called Ephus. Uh, for those old school Red Sox heads, uh, we got Spaceman Bill Lee starring in it. So I get to meet Spaceman Bill and I am elated and to the moon with it. Um, we started on Kickstarter with the initial goal of 15,000, hit that in two days, and now we're trying to make a big push to 30K. At the time of this recording, we're at 20K with eight days the remaining. As you hear, this will be under a week. If you have... Seven dollars, five dollars, two dollars, and I, I think the minimum is five. But any bit of money to help this get made will only make it better. It's sort of like an inverse field of dreams, where that's if you build it, they will come. This is the last uh, recreational baseball game being played in this adult, like beer type league, uh, before it's torn down for condominiums to be built up. Uh, I believe I'm playing someone of my same name, Tim. I'll be second baseman for one of the teams. I am ecstatic to play this and I think the movie is a super cool idea because basically it's just the game the movie is the game you're going to see every out every pitch the whole thing and the script just blew me away that sounds like how can you make that work Carson has done it again if you have anything you can donate it's not even just for me if I wasn't in this movie we'd be plugging it just as hard I think it's such a cool idea we're at 20k trying to make that extra push to Ken any little bit helps uh, I may be back and we might be shooting in October. We'll know in the next few weeks if we're hitting October, if we have to push the next year. Um, but I'm hoping we'll be this October. And if you guys can do anything with that, that'll help us get this happening sooner than later. Ephis at another underscore Tim underscore Taylor is my Instagram. As Andrew mentioned, the link is in my bio. Anything helps. Everything helps. Let's get another good baseball movie, right? When's the last one? It's been a minute. Mr. 3000. Fever pitch, come on, not really, dude. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac is my guy. Shout out to Bernie Mac, dude. Oh, yeah, shout out Bernie Mac, king of the podcast. Yeah, uh, I don't know how that makes sense, but he is. Bernie Mac is the king of the Balcony Cheddar podcast. I just, I stated, yep, he, 
at Christendom. Hey, I mean, pr- prove prove me wrong, right? Ephis yeah. on Kickstarter. Anything helps. Everything helps. Even just sharing it would be huge. Yeah, for sure. Um, just any way of passing the word along. Um, greatly appreciate it. Can't wait to share that with you guys. And you know, we'll be recording every week as we do. So during the filming, I'll love to catch you guys up on that if that's something that would be interesting to be heard about. Um, but yeah, Ephis Kickstarter baseball movie. Spaceman Bill D. What else do you need to hear? <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait to see, you know, the the, the finished product. I can't wait to wait to hear about the process. And you know, I, as I said, I think before, you know, I, there's only so much that can be talked about while things are being made. But I know that you know you'll try to fill us in the best you can and and give everybody kind of a glimpse into that. And it's it's going to be a cool process and definitely. Fun to listen to, fun to hear about, so looking forward to it. And and one one other thing to make this, I know like Kickstarter make it sound like people don't know what they're doing or whatever, but things cost money and this is an expensive feature. Um, any feature is expensive. Uh, just a little reason why you should back this outside of me, a little bit about Carson and the production company that my friends have formed out here called Omnes Films. Um, they made a feature called Ham on Rye, which I also have a small part in. Carson was the DP for that. My good friend Tyler Taramina wrote and directed it. Uh, that movie, thanks to COVID in a way, all of the critics got to see features. And that was the 19th best feature of 2020, on, according to Rolling Stone. According to The New Yorker, Carson was a snub for best cinematography of Ham on Rye. These are guys who are at the ground floor of their careers and they're only going to soar. I'm so excited for their work to be seen by all of you. And if you can donate to help make it happen... It's a worthy, worthy cause with very legitimate and promising bright minds and futures. And that is by no means including myself in that ro- circle. <laughs> don't don't put yourself down. Uh, like I'm not that. putting it down, but they've you know, they've done it. I'm gonna do it. I gotta do it first. But yeah, they've done it. Well, it's exciting stuff, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure everybody else that's listening is very intrigued and, and looking forward to you know any any updates? So oh, and uh, I don't know if you saw Carson had actually screenshotted our story where you showed me out, and he shared it. He shared that today. So the balcony channel. Oh, story. I didn't see that, but yeah. I'll have to I'll have to give him a follow because I'll have to look or uh, yeah, find his tag and then yeah, totally. follow him. Yeah, we should we should get him on too. He's a big Boston sports guy, more of a baseball guy. But yeah, we we'll get Carson on here for sure. Absolutely. All right, man. All right. Well, hopefully we have some updates on that soon. We get some more updates. I mean, it's we're, like you said, we're in a slow bit of uh, of time here. With we're in a great area for for sports. I mean, hockey's about to start. Basketball will be shortly after that, and you know we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about. I'm so. excited. I'm really excited. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, but let's do it. It'll be a few weeks before we have some real, you know, roster things to talk about. I would think and. You know, unless a trade or something happens in between, um, you know, good luck to Taco Fall. We love you. We miss you. We want you on the Celtics. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all that stuff. Cleveland, enjoy taco time. It's the best thing to happen in your city since LeBron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not going to talk about I'm not, I'm not going to talk about Jake Paul. Um, <laughs> all, all of them. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, but for another week without much to talk about. So I, I enjoyed. I had a nice, joyful forty minutes with you here, dude. Likewise, and um, and we will do the same next week. And who knows? It could end up being an hour. Sometimes we get off on tangents, and 
and uh, sidetracked here and there and don't know what we're talking about, but it usually comes around full circle and ends up being a good time. So Yeah. Hey, le- hey legends live forever, baby. Jimmy Hayes. We love you, Jimmy. Love you, Jimmy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Stretched. Stretched.